0: please visit jcastnetwork.org.
1: Welcome to Daily Duff Differently. This is Rabbi Aaron Alexander continuing with Masachet Ta'anit. We are now on page five. One of the challenges uh, with the beginning of Masachet Ta'anit is that it's amidst the in-depth conversations about when to mention rain, when to ask for rain. There are gems that are so striking; they are hard to ignore. And so, I'm as I'm learning the Dapim over again. I'm always caught between that tension of going through the Shaklavitaria of the liturgy and what the liturgy ought to be, and when we ought to say certain. Particular pieces of liturgy, and some of the wisdom that's uh, apparent in the text, with messages that I think sometimes are hidden and sometimes are quite explicit. So I think I'm going to go with the latter once again today, and I I may do this uh, for the rest of the dapim I cover, for which I apologize. It is certainly worth looking fully at the dapim. but now I'm on mesachet uh, I'm in mesachet Taanit, Daf Hey Aleph. 5a. Uh, in uh, the middle of a conversation about rain and miracles, there are a series of questions that Rav Nachman asks Rav Yitzchak, uh, and Rav Yitzchak uh, solves the difficulties. First, before I offer you the question and the teaching, we're going to be looking at a verse in the book of Hoshea uh Chapter 11, where uh, God is expressing to the people that uh, God will not bring wrath. Uh, so we're going to be looking at uh, verse 9, chapter 11, verse 9 of Hosea. Lo haron api, lo ashuv lishachet Ephraim, ki el anochi velo ish. Becha kadosh below Avo Bair I will not act on my wrath, will not turn to destroy Ephraim, for I am God, not man, the holy one in your midst, I will not come in fury. So the translation uh, is based on the way similar words and phrases are translated in other places in Tanakh or uh but the translation I just read you from J- JPFs is certainly not a literal translation. Uh, For I am God, not man, yes, but kadosh velo abo Be'ir. Uh, For in your midst there is kadosh, holiness, which the translation claims is God God self, which may or may not be true. Velo abo Be'ir. and I will not come in the city, the translation I read you, in Fury, of course, to destroy it, and that makes perfect sense according to context. Here's the question that Rav Nachman asks Rav Yitzchak. Va'amar le Rav Nachman le Rav We are towards the bottom of the Amud. My tiv kadosh avo be'ir? What? Can you help me? He says, make sense of a verse that claims uh, there is holiness in your midst, but I will not come in the city. Which is to say, how can those two seeming opposites be true? Mishum de bekirbecha kadosh lo havo beir? Is it? Is it? You know, he sort of goes on, goes on to say, because there is something that's holy in your midst. I will not enter in the city right the the statement that god is making the question that's being posed is one of how is it possible that god could make such a claim how is it possible that uh holiness is there and god isn't there and god then uh, of course goes on to say i will not uh be there now the answer that rav yitzchak gives uh changes the topic uh Maybe just a little bit. Amarle ha, Amarle hachi amar rabbi Yohanan. so, this is the, the teaching he offers. Amar hakadish barachu lo avo bi erushalayim shel mala adsh shel mata. It's as if God is saying, I will not enter the Jerusalem of above the heavenly Jerusalem until I enter the Jerusalem below, the earthly Jerusalem. How is it possible that God can make the claim in the Hosea verse that there is something holy in your midst? I will not enter in the city. The way in which this verse is understood now is when there is something holy in your midst, then I will enter my city. I will enter the heavenly Jerusalem. First and foremost, righteousness, justice, ma'asim tovim, good deeds, they need to happen on earth. And only when they happen on earth, uh, in the place that you live with the people with whom you reside, can there be a place, uh, a Jerusalem above filled with God. And, uh, you know we just have to imagine uh that the rabbis knew precisely what they were doing in in taking this the, this verse out of its probably uh out of its original intent in order to purposefully craft a drash a message uh a uh let's say call to action from the people uh, around them right so uh if you look around you in the world and you notice that uh it's hard to sense the presence of God, of God's justice in the world, in the world in which you live. Uh but you want to uh you you, you want to offer people textual evidence for why they ought to make that happen. Uh reread Sacred texts, and this is what the rabbis are doing. They're rereading sacred texts to help send religious messages uh, to themselves, <laughs> first and foremost. As we see quite often at the beginning of Masechet Taanit, so again, the message is here, regardless of the verse's original intent. The fact that it offers a potential contradiction, uh, something. Difficult means that we can reinterpret it to send a a religious message that we desperately need. Which is to say, if you're interested in in God's presence in a heavenly Yerushalayim, create that heaven first on earth, and the two will become one. The rabbis uh, go on, the later rabbis, go on to even... Uh, t- to ask, what is this place, Yerushalayim, Lamala? ika Yerushalayim, Lamala, is there such a thing? In, yes, there is such a thing, based on uh, Psalm 122, verse 3, Yerushalayim habenuyaki benuya ki'ir familiar from our liturgy. Uh, the Jerusalem that is built up will be like the city it is joined together with, which the rabbis here understand to mean there are two Yerushalayim's an upper and a lower, uh, joined together. And when one is built up, the other is built up. The way I understand it is both in the context of Jerusalem, but also in the context of any city. Uh, The more God we are open to on the ground, in the eyes of other people, in the systems we create, the more likely a... uh, lower and upper city uh, become the same. One and the same. Right, we'll stop there for today uh, and uh, look forward to learning page six with you tomorrow.
0: Kultu. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daft Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead available on Bandcamp iTunes, and Spotify.